And remember to do a countdown because last time you didn't do a countdown. <laughs> oh, did we hear from Patrick on that? Oh no! No, such uh, a nitpicker. I actually, I actually pasted in uh, a dawn countdown in a. a uh, so you made it sound like she was here, and then yeah. psyched everybody out. Tom, Tom, you, uh, she's the mistress. You need to be the gigolo for this uh, episode. The stamp gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know what? What's your middle name, Tom? <laughs> Why? Oh, I'm just trying to make you a gigolo name, Henry. Oh, that's a good one. Hung Henry. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, no, you have to uh, Henry take Thomas. your first pet and the state yeah, you right. were born on. Yeah, mine was uh, Happy Edgewood. Mine is uh, Fifi Buckthorn. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> hey, you know Fifi Buckthorn. Yeah. What, what's your first pet in the street you grew up on? I have no idea what street I grew up on. You are so no fun. Okay, Scott. <laughs> what's your first pet's name in the street you grew up in? Tina Cardis. Nice. Huh. That uh, sounds like something you could catch. Yeah. So Spark, how about you? Sparky Parthenia. Ooh, Sparky I think he wins. <laughs> I think he won. <laughs> okay, Sparky. <laughs> You know why I collect stamps? The tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. The chicks. It's just. It's, it's, it's all about the chicks. It's a chick magnet. Yeah. It's a chick glue. What, it, what's a good stamp term? That's for horse that? glue. Chicks man. <laughs> it's chicks man. You ever seen a stamp collection? It's just lousy with trim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to bleep don't put it in any. Of, don't put any of that on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like just total jackasses. <laughs> <laughs> Too late for that. <laughs> Just for Patrick. Five, four, three, two, one. Look at them, madam. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Oh. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales. Rufus, what are you thinking of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years I've wasted collecting stamps. Oh, like stamp collecting. Now, that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that. Yes, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely. All right, Homer. You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining. Oh, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you. From Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a plenty from Poland, but none from Sudan. or from Fiji or Uzbekistan. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. Live from the Muffin Gordon Ramsay Crappy Kitchen and Center for the Promotion of Queen's English, this is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number 174. I'm Kaj. The other day, a magazine editor accused me of plagiarism. His words, not mine. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> I'm Scott. Is every fourth frog a leapfrog? <laughs> and I, I'm Mark, and my evil plan this week is to corner the market on capybara stamps. 
Ooh. Largest rodent in existence. Yes. Rodent, uh, of, rodent of unusual size. Yes. R-O-U-S's. R-O-U-S's. Nice. <laughs> are there any capybara? There has to be capybara stamps. There are capybara stamps. Uruguay has one. Paraguay, all the guays. Uh, Brazil. <laughs> Argentina. Venezuela. Vietnam. Nicaragua. Um, I thought they were only South America. That's interesting. I didn't realize yeah. they were in the Southeast Asia. Yeah. And uh, and and Guyana recently issued some wallpaper varieties of. Uh, you can have wallpaper yeah. capybaras. Ca- wait, wait, capybaras. wallpaper variety. Do you, is that a stamp or are you talking uh, wallpaper? Uh, they that, just. That's basically what we call stamps that are uh, valueless and have no relation to the country of issue. Ah. It's like if you issued stamps for Congolesia land, no, so, no so actual country. But yeah. do they have uh, postal value? They're real yeah. stamps? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> if, they're, if they don't, then they're called Cinderella's. Really? Yeah. And I'm wondering a lot of why Cinderella. the United States does not have a capybara stamp. Oh, uh, don't yeah. worry. It's probably coming. If we have a stamp with a hamster on it, we should... <laughs> I'm telling you, those capybara. collections of weird stamps with themes, that's, that's the place to be. No, oh, we'll, no we'll have a... Uh, New York will have the sewer rat stamp. Nice. Ah. You mean the sewer crocodile stamp? Oh, I don't remember think that they movie exist. when we were a kid that they flushed the cro- what was it called? Alligator or something like that? That mm-hmm. yeah, was a great movie. It ate mutant dogs and got real big and killed people. Awesome. <laughs> so this is Greg. Dash. I'm just reading the script. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I have not prepared anything. It's kind of going to be my stick. <laughs> well, here's a fun fact. Capybara fur is prized by people who don't prize fur. <laughs> That is a very fun fact. <laughs> oh, the sad thing is, I saw uh, I saw a bunch of furs laid out at some science exhibit the other day, and they had like coyote and this and that. And, but the um, the puma, right, the the mountain lion, was the softest furs like a putty cat. It's literally like <laughs> like a little kitty that's in your house. I was so sad. This little dead carcass was there. I'm like, oh, he's so soft and cute. This is Tom. I finally stopped drinking for good. Now I only drink for evil. And this is Dawn. <laughs> Who did that? Who's not here today? <laughs> Who was doing that? Was it you? That was good. That wouldn't be me. <laughs> my, my voice doesn't go that low. Much. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> did you hear about the Italian chef that died? He pasta away. You sound like a southern bell. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> the doctor said he can only do so much. His legacy will become a pizza history. Okay, that's not Southern Bell. That's something disturbing. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's why I don't get hired for my voices. <laughs> that said, congratulations to Beanie Schwitkala, who won the MasterChef Junior competition on Fox. This is friends of the show, Mark Schwakala's daughter and Chuck Schwakala's granddaughter. For those who know the Freaks and Errors movie, she won one hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, For this a is nine-year-old. Yep, a nine-year-old. Yeah. Invest that wisely. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but it's pretty intense. What's it called? Freaks and Errors. No, uh, Freaks and Errors. <laughs> yeah, the movie's called Freaks and I, Errors. Freaks I, I, and I Errors. Pay money to see that. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mark Schwakala did the Freaks and Errors. Uh, what is it? Freaks and Errors. Movie. A 
no, no, yeah, yeah, Freaks and Errors is a movie, but it's Freaks and Errors, a story of something. And I forget what the second little line is. Excellent, fantastic story. People do a search for it, pay the five bucks, watch it. It's really, really good. But he also got a distributor, so it's going to be on TV somewhere sometime in the near future. And I think it's History Channel, but I'm not sure. I was talking to Chuck Shuakala, who is the uh, um, auction agent, very, very big auction agent at all this uh, stamp auctions. U.S. stamp auctions. U.S. stamp auctions. And I saw him at the H.R. Harmer, and he told me that uh, his son, uh, Mark, got a distribution deal that they're looking at. So we could uh, have a very good movie out there about stamp collecting, and people, it is a really, really good movie. It's actually kind of interesting to watch. Oh, the flow of it is interesting, how it's edited. So Freaks and Errors about stamps? Yes. Cool. It's about the one-cent magenta stamp, the most valuable stamp. And that's sort of the underlying plot point but it goes off in all sorts of different directions it's really are a, they like searching for the stamp no it re, it sold what two years ago right for 9.35 million dollars or something Dang. like that yep. and uh it's it more t- than uh, action comics one wow yeah plus, plus the auction tip yeah that was just the hammer no 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 i think that does include the hammer mm. I, I think the the entire it sold for seven point five and the total was like nine point two five or something like that. But the uh, the story is the whole thing about the no stamp. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert! It it sold for nine point two five million dollars <laughs> or nine point three five or whatever it was. It's uh it's freaks and errors a rare collection. There it is. Freaks and errors a rare collection, and they also have some cool merchandise available. Uh. Definitely a must-see for anybody who is interested in stamps. I will enjoy it. They're uh, friends of the show, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, back when we helped them out with their uh, fundraising, we actually... For this actual movie. Yeah. yeah. He had a Kickstarter. Uh, oh, he had a Kickstarter. Yeah, social. He had a Kickstarter. Social funding? What? Right. Crowdfunding. 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 And we put in some uh, bucks on it, and we got a, we even got a credit at the end. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it says Stamp Show here today, and uh, that was a nice little nod to us. Yeah, crowdfunding is hard to do unless you have an established network already. Yeah. It's very difficult to get something Yeah, funded. crowdfunding just allows them to donate to you. It, yeah. it picks up momentum. Once it does, then it can ex- exceed your network, but yeah, it's tough. I knew somebody went through that. It was painful. And when you see the movie, you can you'll see why it was supposed to be uh, done at uh, the um, big New York stamp show, and it wasn't because it was so difficult to edit. And when you see the movie, you will see why it's difficult to edit. But it has a very interesting flow to it now. Like a strange cadence? It, it, it's almost like a Monty Python Like movie. you're on a boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it goes this way, and then it goes that way, and then it goes this way. But it all ties together. I mean, it's well edited. Oh, cool. But he got these really extreme, like he has George Holshauer talking, and everybody who hasn't uh, heard George on the show go back to our past ones and just click on the George Holshowers. He's a fantastic storyteller. He's a fantastic speaker. Uh, Unlike all of us. <laughs> Jim Forty, who... Uh, I just can't pronounce names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim Forty was in it. He he has an interesting take on everything. Uh, a lot of really f- famous, small, fi- small F famous and large F famous. I mean, Bill Gross was in it. 
Bill Gross was talking about oh, stuff. Yeah, right. And then they went to the Smithsonian, and they had uh, Cheryl Gans, who is the head of the Postal History Museum in the Smithsonian, speak. Very, very good uh, movie. You know, I'm planning a trip to the Smithsonian, uh, a few of them, uh, it's coming up soon. I, if I hadn't met you gentlemen, I might not have stomped, stopped by the postal history. But now I actually was like, oh, that might be interesting. Before I'd be like, stamps. <laughs> I'm going to go look at dinosaurs. Speaking of postal history, Scott, should we discuss what uh, we found online, the, what you found online the other day? Buying a perforator? Oh, yeah. I was, uh, I was actually thinking about buying a perforator, but uh, yeah, one of the... Buy it for BSC one, Cash. One of the... One of the uh, <laughs> One Sorry, of the, I was thinking about buying a perforator. <laughs> it just sounds no, dirty. No, just, just one of the random things I got in my LinkedIn, and I, I went to the guy's website, and one of his blog posts, some somebody contacted him, and they have a perforator for sale. Like uh, one that was used in production of stamps? Uh, no, it's... One they use for faking stamps. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's it not looks history, like a stroke a, perforator, not a... Not an inline or a rotary perforator. It looks like just a. Is it the T-shaped perforator with the clamp on it? No. Oh no! It's, oh, it's, it's like a it's whole freaking table. Got, it's got a table. No. It's about that. For it's doing about like maybe sheets and paper. yeah, well, fifteen well, I, or eighteen I, I, inches long. I got a dumb question. If it's not history, what would you use it for? It's, it's got a pedal. Other than just making perforations. Uh, Reader's Digest used to perforate their stamps that they put in the uh, you know for. All the magazines, you pulled out the little stamp. You still see them, actually, at stamp shows. Oh, no kidding. And so, you know, people perforated all sorts. As a matter of fact, two episodes from now, we're going to be speaking with the person who wrote the book on the Buffalo, 1901 Buffalo World's Fair exhibit. And, you know, they had these two fascinating guys. I don't want to spoil any of it, but it, it's really going to be great when we interview them. And... Uh, they made their own stamps, and so they had to perforate them and stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are making and perforating stamps. No kidding. And yeah. so that's that, that Cinderella thing you mentioned earlier? Yeah. And is there a market for this? Oh, large, large market, especially if they are used on cover at the per, uh, proper time period, and especially if they are tied by the cancel. So a person will put like a two-cent stamp, and then right next to it, a Buffalo World's Fair stamp. So the canceling device cancels both of them. Oh, right. I was just going to ask, how can you cancel something that's not legal uh, postage? Yeah, so you just put it right next to the other stamp. Oh, that is sneaky weird. Yeah. And there's a thing. This is a thing. Oh, and they are, they are incredibly valuable. What? You can turn like a 25-cent cover into a $50 cover like instantly for with not having a real stamp on and it. And what's that called? Is, is The stamp is known as a Cinderella, but yeah. what's the whole putting it next to it so it gets canceled? Is that like a, a thing? I don't think they have an actual... I don't know if they have a separate uh, specific name for that. Yeah. Huh. That's neat. But I, I do know... Um, There's like the underbelly th- of stamp like, collecting. Yeah. You've probably seen... These are the edgy ones. You've probably seen Easter seals and Christmas seals. I they have come. no idea what you're talking about. Uh, well, you know, like the Red Cross... Used uh, and uh, they used to do they it used like to when do you were a little Christmas kid. seals to raise money. They would sell basically Christmas labels that you would put <gasps> on your yes, Christmas cards. Yes, I've seen that. Uh, you Easter get a thing in the mail that had little stamp type things, yeah, and you could and stick e- them on stuff. Easter seals for Never tuberculosis and yeah. things like that. Okay, okay, I understand. Yes. Yeah, what well, I do want to get tur- like tuberculosis in the eighties. The uh, no, but uh, people actually collect those 
on cover that are tied by the cancel. Well, because the hitch is, if it's not tied by the cancel, it could be added later. You can put it. I mean, you can put it on today. You have an envelope. Yeah. You buy a sheet of Christmas seals and you lick one and stick it on. <laughs> I mean, it could be on any time. But if it's tied by the cancel, you know, it was used in 1925 or 1930 or whatever. So these things are usually right. made for events, like the World Fair. You said these yep. fake stamps, these uh, Cinderellas or whatnot. Yeah. Right. Huh. Yeah, they're like commemorative. Well, why don't we do them for comic shows? They're like buttons so or Vegas, coins. Amazing or... Vegas comic shows right around the corner. Down, uh, right downtown. Let's get some stamps. I got bad news. What? They did do them. As a matter of fact, the Topps Company issued uh, some comic book heroes stamps. And people did put them on envelopes along with stamps. And without stamps. So you had some of them go through the mail with the Topps superhero stamp paying postage well i got i, I know some of the guys which is over there. technically illegal well more than technically <laughs> i know some of the guys over there what you could do is take their logo make a stamp out of you have the perforator mm -hmm. uh we can get pse to uh, slab a few of them and put some marketing on the back and i'll make sure that they give them away at the door sure oh well one thing that we actually devoted a whole podcast to was mad magazine they, yeah. had, they had a bit of a resurgence uh diamond was starting to push mag magazine didn't take off yeah I think uh, it, it was a cultural thing of the time. Now yeah. that uh, There's a whole documentary on it. You need to go watch it. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. what's it, do you know what it's no, called? Uh, no, sorry. I don't have the top of my I'll head, but I watched it. the entire thing. It was great. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I have uh, many, well, not many. I have several Mad Magazine stamps that are tied on cover. Tied? Oh, you taught me that. Yeah, uh, where the cancel hits the stamp. That's right, right. And the cover. Yes. And, and, and the cover. Really? Yeah. The one, uh, was it 2016? A couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, that would be it. When We Went Mad. When We Went Mad. Oh! Fantastic. I Need saw that it. one. It's a pseudo-documentary yes. that might have embellished a bit, but uh, is neat. And the, the ultimate death. Oh, spoiler. Never mind. Won't say anything about <laughs> the it. The ultimate death yeah, of just, spoiler? Just, just watch it. Somebody dies. <laughs> Now, I got, I got crazy facts up here. When you said tuberculosis, I saw a documentary on the fly swatter. It came from consumption, tuberculosis, mm -hmm. right. and flies transferring it for food, and the whole invention of the fly swatter and how they had to name it. Yeah, man, documentaries, man. Well, awesome. <laughs> well, malaria, they thought that That's you mosquitoes. got... You, no, they thought that you got malaria... From mist, From mist, yeah, yeah, from bad air. M bad malaria, air. malaria literally, literally means, means bad air. Bad yep. air, yeah. You're a documentary dork, too? Uh, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, yippee. There's a website where you can just watch them all. It's crazy. Although I saw the coolest thing. They have a little gun now instead of a fly swatter. Shoot salt. Shoot salt. You can get a Sam's Club buying yep. one. Oh, so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. You can it, get. You can it's get actually it. kind of dangerous. You can get them at Bass Pro Shop too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I had a. I, I kind of want to shoot myself in the leg. See how bad it really is. <laughs> I had a cousin who was uh, trespassing on a farmer's property, doing something he shouldn't have had. And well, self shotguns a different a different deal entirely. Got shot in he. Yeah. buttocks oh that, does it scar <laughs> with rock salt yeah did it scar I, I was wondering about that I didn't check oh, did I? <laughs> hey, let me see your ass <laughs> but he said it hurt <laughs> I wonder why well are we going to talk about oh. stamps today yeah never invite me are we gonna sure get, are we gonna get mail no, we're going to do stamps. Oh, wait, wait. Go back to but him the getting mail a perforator. Asks, the mail you... asks about this guy. No, wait, wait, he's wait, here. Wait. Uh, who cares oh. about me? Uh, the, <laughs> the perforator Somebody thing. does. So what are you guys going to do with this perforator thing? I'm totally geeked. 
Oh, well, make stamps. We, we can I? We, we I, didn't I'll decide you, to buy it, but I'll talk maybe to I the will. guys over at the uh, convention. They talk to me. They like me. Yeah, and I'll see if uh, they'll buy some stamps and hand them out. They, come on. Well, kids get stamps. It's I mean, cool. the harsh part is, you know, we're not going to be able to make Deadpool. Stamps no, no, no. This would be their logo. So in an event, it would be a stamp for their event. Get it? Oh, they yeah. have this whole logo dinosaur thing going on. Oh, and people can, do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So PSD being in town is what's interesting APS. about that. You know, you have the head, the head grader here in town with that. There's a tie-in. It makes yeah. it neat. It's you guys are fellow companies. Yeah. Let's yeah. See. yeah I'll let's, give them a chat. Let's do a really quick. Uh, we got mail. Oh God! Somebody, somebody hate mail for me. No, yeah. we get mail. So summon the answer squad. Hey guys, can you give me some more info on Greg? Is that one G or two G's? Comic book guy from the podcast. Name, website, etc. Thank you, Patrick R. Hmm. Well, <laughs> why, don't, why don't we Patrick turn to the... Robeson? I know a guy. Uh, why don't we I turn to with. the expert? Hey, Greg. Yeah. Uh, hey, how you doing? Help well, us one out. G or two G's. So, uh, is this because they have to serve me uh, papers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first of they all, I found you. Yeah. First of all, it is one G, right? Uh, yes, one G. Well, technically it's two if you count the first one. Oh. So is it three Gs or two Gs? Are you four G? I'm, I'm. You know, a cop pulled me over when I was 16 once, and I said my name was Greg Ross. And he gave me a, just a horrible time about it because his computer said it was Gregory. And he lectured me on not giving the proper name. Total <laughs> prick. Traumatized me a little. So now I'm like, when I meet anybody, I'm Gregory Ross. You can look it up. It's real. Not faking. <laughs> so, but I go by Greg and one uh, G technically at the two G's, but one G at the end. Does that make it clear? As Bud, that's mm-hmm. the normal. Yeah. yeah, usually a last name Greg will have two G's. And your website? I have thirteen websites. The one he's probably <laughs> interested in uh, isn't. Well, technically, I took down the Magento shopping cart last night because it was still under development. But Comic Co-op is going to be the principal website for the. I call it a trading post, not a marketplace, because I allowed for non uh, non commerce trades where you can actually well, hold things in escrow. Weird crap. Anyway, the marketplace will go live just before Comic Con, which is in July. So that's ComicCoop.com with a hyphen in the co-op. The SRSAComics.com is the um, signature remark sketch agency where we take your comics and send them to the creative team, get them um, signed, sketched, or remarked, and get them slabbed at CGC. We have a deal with CGC. They'll actually retroactively uh, mark it as a signature, authenticated. Still working on PGX and CBCS, but they'll, they'll come on board immediately. Anyway, that's, that's me. Now, is that Patrick Roberson? I'm totally interested. That's the only guy I would no. know. Oh, it's not. Okay. Patrick R. Yeah, maybe it is. Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe it is, but I have a suspicion it's not. A guy I grew up with. You want me to go on to the next one? Sure. Oh, I thought we were going to talk about stamps. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. yeah, the next one has some bizarre stuff about stamps. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know, coast to coast at night kind of guy. Just, just a freaky crap. <laughs> I just love it. Well, the next one comes in parts. Cash. One, I think I have listened to every SSHT podcast from number 50 to present day. 
I think my podcast app only presents the most recent 100 episodes, so I'll need to look elsewhere for 1 to 50. <laughs> Do I win a T-shirt if I listen to them all? Uh, no, but hopefully yeah. soon you can buy one. Yeah, we'll be putting that on-demand T-shirts uh, on the site. We need to do that. Yeah, we need merc. Yes. Merch. Merch. We don't need, we don't need merch. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I go, buy our, oh, I buy our shirt or, or else. <laughs> Number two. Do, oops, sorry. Number two. I need to check for watermarks and was wondering what fluid and tray you use. Well, that sounds like a question for me. Uh, I typically use Ronsonol lighter fluid for most applications, although there are a few that you want to stay away from it for. Uh, you use it for a couple of different reasons. One, the commercial watermark fluid evaporates extremely quickly. And uh, for what I need to look, and generally sometimes it, it may take a little bit longer to see the watermark. So uh, having it not evaporate as I pour it, tends to be a good thing. Uh, second, you have to just be careful with modern photogravure printing inks and techniques because sometimes the coated paper, the inks don't uh, adhere uh, as well to that and they can run. So uh, uh, for, the, for the older stamps, the classic stamps, uh, they're generally good. But uh, just be careful with the really well, modern, newer. You said, but in, but in this paper. particular case, they're not. You know, there's no watermarks on the new, the new coated stuff anyway. Generally not. What does new coated mean? Uh, coated, coated paper. Oh, coated. Okay, yeah. I thought you said code, C O D E. Okay. No coat. Greg was suddenly interested. Wait, coat. Yeah, I was. I was like, <laughs> what? Well, actually, I had the problem because I had uh, the uh, Spider-Man mailing labels, and. I wanted to take it off the envelope, and when I took it off, I used the uh, Ronsonol, and it actually lifted about half of the cancel and made it kind of smeary. So uh, you, you want to watch out with that. That's actually a good point. Um, it's related to watermarks. The orange oil that we use to remove the self-adhesive stamps from oh, that'll the do envelopes it also. Yeah. will definitely make those sprayed-on cancels run. So you have to be very careful when you do that. Okay, so is there a uh, PDF out there that explains which ones to use on what type of stamp? Uh, a whole explanation for this. Like a well, little we, kit. we have really. an actual YouTube. You can do a search. Yeah, kids hate to read. YouTube's much better. Right? Yeah. You want to get the young kids so there's writing a, something stupid. There's a little like three-minute YouTube with me removing uh, some $2 inverted Jennies with uh, orange oil. An orange, actual, uh, what is that, a chemical, or are you talking about actual orange juice? It's, it's actually, actually an air freshener spray. Air freshener spray. Ah. Yeah, it's called Pure Citrus. Who the hell figured that out? Uh, the janitor messing around. Hey, look at that. I took the stamp off. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yep. And who figured out letter fluid? What is letter fluid? What uh, actually is letter fluid? It's uh, naphtha and naphtha camphor. And camphor. Camphor. So who figured that one out? Hmm. Who figured that uh, you'd want to eat an oyster? Yeah, no, wasn't there like a really big, uh, like a sickness going around with raw oysters just recently? Uh, yeah, a lot of people died too well, soon. Well, who who looked at a horse and said that horse is going really slow? Let's make glue out of it. <laughs> I think they only use the hooves, right? Who ate the per Who ate the first puffer fish? Yeah, <laughs> didn't make it. I'm sure. <laughs> What's that tinkling and how in many, my mouth? How many people had to try it before they figured out the right way to prepare it? <laughs> yeah, they still mess up all the time. 
I know. It's a dangerous thing to eat. <laughs> Who put the purse capybara on his stamp? One of the guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we've beat this horse to death. Okay. Uh, well, the, the only thing I'd add is, um, have you tried benzene uh, on the modern stamps? Yeah. And does it remove the cancels? Uh, that I have not tried. Because that's like cancer-causing. You know, so is naphtha and camphor. Yeah, yeah like camphor. Not as much. Yeah, and they have it in Carmex, too. Hey, uh, they, um, there has to be a chemist, a biochemist somewhere out there that, that knows some of this stuff, I thought. thought oh, I'm sure there's probably a whole handful yeah, of them. somebody could write back, well, you might want to try this, might want to try that. Yeah. I thought it'd be interesting, even though you guys shut me down pretty hard, how would you, um, how would you take the glue on a modern, the modern self-sticking stamps and somehow cause it to... Uh, uh, Watch the YouTube catalyze. Go to Stamp Show here today on YouTube. It's not, and no, no, you guys, you guys strip it off. I was wondering, could you catalyze, you know, somehow uh, crystallize it or whatever you do to it to make it so you actually had glue on a modern stamp? That'd be kind of fun. Oh, you mean keep take, the glue take, on? Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. take one off the sheet and be able to catalyze it so it's no longer sticky and have a mint never hinge stamp. Huh? Uh-huh. That, a mint never hinge self adhesive stamp. That would be. Wouldn't uh, that be tricky? I'm sure there's some chemists out there like yeah. use this. Like uh, the example is fingerprints, right? You just take superglue, heat it up in a contained environment, and the superglue will bond to any of your oil fingerprints and make a permanent mark of your fingerprints. Well, the other thing is like that's the superglue. The ten cent uh, Christmas stamp was a self stick back in the 19 early 70s. Yes. Yeah, so and today 73? the glue has crystallized or whatever where it is not glue anymore. So you can have a mint never hinged well, one I, of those. Actually, oh, so we just need a time actually, displacement device. That's yeah. all. Actually it's pretty much migrated through the paper into the stamp and uh, yeah, it's it's just deteriorated to the point where it's no longer adhesive. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be neat. See if one of your uh, listeners could figure it out. How yeah. could you? How could you solidify or whatever term you'd use to wh- emulsify? What What was the right term for glue? I don't know. Degluify. No, to make it hard, right? Uh, hard hard glueify. Destickify. De- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, give give us the right want, term as well. I don't. I don't want to use these uh, highfalutin. Well. Uh, <laughs> I say well, this I th- stuff I, so I sound more sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, fail. Um, anyway, question the third. I called the Rocky Mountain Philatelic Library today, and they said they have no more watermark fluid. Someone did something to it, and previously soaked stamps dissolved in the tampered fluid? Question? I laughed when the old lady on the phone told me this, and she said she didn't find it very funny because they were her husband's stamps that disintegrated. (laughs) I feel like a horrible person. Have you ever heard such a story? Best from Colorado, Big Mike. Does your husband have any enemies? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have not heard that story before, but uh, I would hypothesize that possibly somebody used the watermark fluid and decided they didn't want to know anybody to know that they'd used quite so much, so they put something else in the bottle to. Like putting water in the vodka oh, bottle when you're right. a kid, yeah, yeah. making it look like yeah, nobody whatever they it. put in destroyed but the stamps. What, you know, maybe they put bleach in there or some other chemical in in oh, the there's a bottle of lighter hell fluid. Whoever did that, <laughs> and, mess with uh, stamps, yeah. the freaking gull. <laughs> Disintegrated though, holy cow. Mm. Yeah, well, I can't imagine it was instantaneous. Yeah, he's but... like, I'm a sulfuric acid. I'm sure they won't notice. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. neat that we're getting yeah, uh, we'll so 15. many feedback. Do you guys usually get so much feedback? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So the 
Are we going to talk about stamps? Yeah, you go no. ahead. G- give give us your uh, standard line. What does that have to do with stamps? What does that have to do with stamps? I don't know. Let's talk about stamps. They disintegrated. It said in his email. Ah. All right. Well. Wait, back to the guy winning a T-shirt. You know, when somebody asks... You know, of course they do. Is that the first person that ever asked for a T-shirt? What do you want me to go home and grab one of my T-shirts? We no, don't yes. have any T-shirts. If, if he's yes. the first one that's ever asked, we should mark him down as getting a free damn T-shirt. Go now. <laughs> go get a T-shirt right now. We're gonna mail it to the guy. So when you have those ready, send him one. Okay. And then everybody else is asked. They get. They can never even buy one. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> just that's the rule. <laughs> you got to print a bunch in one color so that we can have contests. So if you if you see someone at a stamp show wearing that color. Stamp show here today shirt. You know mm. that they won something. Nice. And the rest are orderable in another color. Ah, that's a good one. Or if somebody asks from this point forward, send them like an extra small junior size. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're bigger than a chihuahua, you can't wear it? <laughs> Unfortunately, that'd be kind of a thing and they'll all start asking for them then. Yeah. Okay, let's stop. Talk about stamps. What do we got? Uh, well, Cash had trouble picking today's topic, so I didn't pick today's topic. I'm I'm just gonna Some open up the. You uh, are. I'm <laughs> just gonna open it, the Encyclopedia of United States stamps, and Encyclopedia of United States, and stamps we're gonna and talk about collecting special delivery stamps. Special, del- is that they're special? You you flipped all the way over to the S pages. Well, I said I was going to open the book. I didn't say <laughs> it was kind of a random open. <laughs> Sounds good to me. We should maybe have this every time then. Yeah, we, we yeah, will. This will be well, cool, I think. We've done it a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, yeah we, every we, time Cash doesn't do his job, we pick something random from a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we should do this every time. Somebody's <laughs> got to do Cash's job. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. So, okay, special delivery stamps. Special delivery. Special delivery service is introduced in October 1st, 1885 with a fee of 10 cents. That would have been high back then. (laughs) It was. The post office department described this service as extraordinary dispatch and delivery of the mail. In general, as soon as a special delivery item reached the addressee's local post office, a messenger delivered it immediately to the recipient. Was that the same time as the Pony Express, around the same time? No, that was later. It was? Okay. So in 1925, weight became a consideration in determining the special delivery fee. The basic 10-cent fee for a letter in 1885 lasted almost 60 years until 1944. (coughs) Well, you know, a a lot of early photographs uh, show bike messengers hanging out outside the post office waiting for those special delivery letters. Why would they hang out? Would they get a cut of that 10 cents? Uh, yeah, they were paid tips. P- probably tips and maybe per piece by the post office to deliver the uh, special delivery letters. You're like, damn, that one's worth a penny. You're like in a <laughs> you know, fight over that one. Well, then well, they graduated know. to Harley-Davidson motorcycles, right? Uh, yeah, actually they did. In the teens, I think it was. The fee was raised modestly seven times until April 1976 when it reached 80 cents. The fee was then raised seven more times until it reached $9.95 on January 1st, 1995. Special delivery service was discontinued on June 7th, 1997, having been effectively replaced by Express and Priority Mail. Nice. 
Well read, sir. You know, you betcha. I grew up too close to Hollywood. Like I had friends, extras in movies, right? So whenever I hear something like that, I always envision some stupid movie. So these guys on bikes standing out in front of a post office, right? He's like Stampers, a biker story, and they're just like you know how they how they like worked at it and and conned everybody to get that stamp and they made their penny. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. Well, sort make, of like newsies, piece. Yeah. like newsies. Yeah. Oh, the whole world's a movie to me. I, a bad one, by the way. I found another couple interesting oh, facts. Cool. Well, no, let's stay with. Uh, why don't we talk about? Uh, no, well, no, I got, no, I got I one more thing. Facts. One more thing about the special delivery service. Oh, okay. Uh, when it was inaugurated in 1885, it was only inaugurated at free delivery post offices, and at post offices in communities having a population of 4,000 or more. What's a free delivery post office? I, I that would be like a rural a rural post office. No, a non-rural, I would think. What is it non? Yeah, it would have been non-rural. Yeah. Uh following year the service that was then extended to all US post offices. Fascinating. I have a question about special delivery stamps. Yes. They all look similar except E7 is that is this green Mary Widow stamp. Why is that one so different? I don't know why it's so different, uh, but the Merry Widow, what you're talking about, is actually um, Apollo's helmet, Hermes, Hermes helmet, Mercury's helmet. Somebody's the, helmet. The same ones. It was uh, Greek. Mercury, Mercury, the messenger god. Mer- Mercury's helmet uh, is, is uh, signi- signifying because he was the messenger god. Messenger of the gods. Yeah, messenger of the gods. So, uh, well, I think that, he was technically it's his helmet. a god. No, like, why he was a demigod. Demi-god. Now, like, now all I can right. think of is Bugs Bunny and his spear and magic helmet. <laughs> My spear and magic helmet. But why they have that one design that's different, I don't know. Now, a lot of other countries also had special delivery service, but uh, not too many of them inaugurated before the U.S. What makes it special delivery, and do we have it today? What? Why yeah, is we, it express mail. Today's express mail. It's just called, it's fast. <clears throat> special meant fast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it, it meant... Immediate, yeah, immediate delivery. Hmm. So someone Posted. someone put a stamp on it, and they walked it outside to the bike guy and said, "Here, take this to this house." And yeah, it didn't sit around. I had more arguments over the weekend on people wanting me to ship them comics media mail, and I'm like, "You can't. It has modern advertisements in it." And back and forth, back and forth, and it gets destroyed. I love eBay. <clears throat> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, you just can't use it. You can yeah. use it on an old comic, but why would you? Yeah, right. It's just brutal. Just to save a couple bucks, but to send a comic now cost me two ninety two for a six ounce package anywhere in the United States. Man, they just keep raising that rate. Well, when we send our orders back, we send it uh, overnight priority, and it costs twenty four ninety five. Yep, twenty four ninety five. I I just can't lick and stick stamps on mine. Mine come out of a thermal printer. Yeah. <laughs> The hundreds and hundreds. So uh, sorry, well, the stamp. If I ever found I had you, a stamp collector, though, you I'd go need, put you a three dollars stamp on that sucker. You need form. to invest like a a pile of Marvel and DC comic sheets and just start <laughs> slapping on those on all your. Well, if you were a stamp collector and you <clears throat> used meters, you would be uh, committing a mortal sin there. That's that whole thing about getting a fake stamp with the cancel on it. 
Now, you said something earlier. Something was illegal flat out. What were you talking I missed it. Uh, well, using it for postage was just flat out put, illegal. Putting only the, the fake stamp oh, on there and right. then throwing yeah, it yeah, in the that's, mail. Yeah, that's They bad. had uh, Alfred, uh, the Mad Magazine had Alfred E. Newman for president. So it said Alfred E. Newman, but then it had the number four president. So the four looked like a value. <laughs> and at the time, the, the postal rate was four cents. <laughs> So people were putting that stamp on. It was going through the post office too quick, and they would see the four yeah. and go, oh, it's a four-cent stamp, and pass it on through. It They are not that common, but they did happen, and they are out there. So getting the uh, – does it matter when you get this cancel on it? Oh, yeah, it's got to be con- oh, contemporary. Con- it's got to like, be contemporary. What, is, what does that mean uh, exactly? Like within well, the, a few years, the, a decade? Uh, the Mad Magazine stamps were issued – for the election, so it was uh, October, November of 1964. Okay, I get it. So, so you, you would want something within about six months. Yeah. Not not after the election, or maybe close enough to it, it didn't... Yeah, yeah, okay, you, don't want, yeah. you want, don't want one from like yesterday. Okay, I get it. That's cool. Yeah. See, that's so it. I, I learn something new every single time. So you can put special delivery... Still needs a term, though. You need like what, hawking or something, you know? Some term for putting that stamp on and getting it canceled. Make up a term. Yeah, we, 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 there is a. Uh, yeah. And technically, special delivery stamps are not valid for postage today. That is true. Yeah. Actually, I heard when they first discontinued it, they said you can use them, but only for priority service. And then I think later on they totally said, nope, they're not usable. Same thing with the 15 cent registry stamp. Yes. The, the, re, the F1 is technically not supposed to be valid for postage. But I put we them get on our, all the time. We get them all the time in yeah, the mail. Yeah, we use them all the time. I've gotten, I've seen things come in with like blocks of 12 special delivery stamps on yeah, yeah. FA1. So. Yeah, FA1. Oh, FA1, yeah. So that, That's a certified mail stamp. Yeah, <coughs> F1 nobody would use. F1 is a valuable stamp. Yes. So if they're called Cinderella's, maybe we could call it like pumpkin, pumpkin or something. You come up with a term from the Cinderella yeah. story. Yeah. Everybody listening, email me a good word for using a Cinderella stamp for postage. And getting you it, want to use something from Cinderella? No, no, getting it canceled. Getting it yeah, canceled. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that would make sense, right? So, so you want to do think- pulling a Gus Gus? Put the name after the mouse? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe call it Martha. <laughs> what was like? What What was the worst thing that happened to her in that in that story? I've never read the actual story. I've only seen the Disney movie, which makes everything nice. Like, have you ever read The Little Mermaid? That's a horrible story. Guys, yeah. it's terrible. Oh, he, her uh, friend of mine did a. Um, her, when she walks, it's like wa- walking on glass yeah, because she yeah. can't. She's never used her feet before, yeah, and ter- she does. Yeah. She does not get together with the oh, sailor. No, 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 And she turns into foam at the end. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's a that's so, a harsh Kristen story. Anderson was a jerk. <laughs> so yeah, maybe the, if you don't have terms for it, it doesn't come to life. Right? Well, my favorite is Pinocchio. In the first chapter, I never read it, but I've heard it's much different than what we know from the uh, Disney. Jiminy Cricket gets smashed with a hammer in the very first chapter. So to get Jiminy'd (laughs) is to get smashed, and he comes back as the ghost of the cricket. Oh right, okay. So you know, Jiminy Cricket is dead. (laughs) The ghost of Chris, the ghost of Cricket past. Yeah. (laughs) The only reason I recommend the ghost of Cricket smashed. If you give something a name, uh, it 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 comes to life, right? So if no one 
if you have to take five minutes, like an elevator pitch, so you put a stamp on, you put another stamp that's not really a stamp, and then you get them both canceled. That's what I do. So you know, it's just it's not a, it's not enough. Yeah, so you, you have need to, to name say, it. I make Martha's. Yeah, I pumpkin the shit out of stuff. <laughs> oh right, that's cool. So anyway, that's my two cents. I have a friend of mine who oh, I uh, got to remember to did, bleep uh, out your shit there. Oh, did I? Yeah. Potty mouth. <laughs> I had a friend of mine who actually took. Um, the Jungle Book, the actual book, and converted into, into into a play format. Very not Disney. No, oh. no, really. Well, in the end, the elephants all destroyed the village. I've never actually read the book. I yeah. just, like I said, a friend of mine did, and he's like, "This is not the Disney version." <laughs> <laughs> so I like that random stamp thing. We maybe should start these things off with that. Well, there is a um, oh, collecting that. interest for the American Philatelic Society. And collecting the, interest. The uh, collecting interest of the stamps. Oh, okay. And the APS put out stamps for their major shows, uh, like every two, three, four years. But they they have probably 30, 40 stamps that they issued for their stamp shows. And they all have APS written on them. So they made the stamps. And they're really well engraved. They're beautiful stamps. And they made them to advertise their stamp shows. And they are still out there and collectible today. And fairly inexpensive to buy. Yeah. So I wonder if there's a printer out there where I could send in a design for a stamp, say I want some stamps made, and this is something that could be done. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. That's totally cool. Yeah. And yeah. then and then you got to pumpkin them or what would what you gus gus it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Martha them. Martha. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We got to come up with a term. Oh, okay. So well, there are other things in this industry that don't have a label. Yeah. Ah, not so many actually. <laughs> well, like I said in uh, two episodes, we're going to have a whole discussion on the Buffalo World's Fair on exactly this. That's cool. I'll yeah. be here for that. I'll try to make it. That is. Is that it? Are we done? Do we have any kind of roll down? Nope, we, we just uh, end abruptly. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! Return <laughs> <laughs> to send up. Return to send up. Thank you for joining us. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Dawn. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. You can also ask the experts your stamp questions at bluepaper at gradingmatters.com. You can listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting. This episode of Stamp Show Here Today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurse, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for $10 at www.philatelicsecrets.com today. Worst episode ever. 
Oh, not even close. <laughs>